Write the world-changing book that will help grow your personal brand and your business as it makes the world a better place. Welcome to the Author's Corner, hosted by Robin Colucci. Every episode, we bring you some of the most successful authors, as well as other industry experts, to share some inspiration, motivation, tactical strategy, and fun. We'll also talk about the challenges and trends in the publishing industry. Don't get stuck in the idea phase. Join the Author's Corner today. Start writing the book you've dreamed about. Hello and welcome to the Author's Corner. I am your host, Robin Colucci, and today I am delighted to have with us the great Jill Lublin. Jill is an international speaker on the topics of radical influence, publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. She is the author of four best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals, published by McGraw-Hill. She's the co-author of Guerrilla Publicity, which, by the way, was the first time that I heard about Jill was through that book, and Networking Magic. Her latest book, Profit of Kindness, went number one in four categories. Jill is a master strategist on how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace. She is CEO of a strategic consulting firm and has over 25 years experience working with over 100,000 people, plus national and international media. Jill teaches a excellent virtual publicity crash course, which I have taken and got so much value out of, and she consults and speaks all over the world. I'm so happy to have Jill with us, and I hope you enjoy the show. So Jill, I remember the first time that I saw you speak. I think it was like 2003 at Steve Harrison's National Publicity Summit. I think it was one of the first times he ever did it, a fairly new release at that time, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember thinking, now this lady knows what she's talking about. So I'm so honored and delighted to have you here and to think that it's now 2020 and, you know, 17 years later and we've become, you know, what I like to consider good friends and collaborators and colleagues. And so it's just such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here too. And I love our long-term collegial friendship and association and who you are in the world. It's just a delight to be here with you. And I feel the same way. And I was really, as I was reflecting back on this 17-year stretch of time that has passed since I first met you, and just thinking about how things have changed, social media really didn't hardly exist in 2002. I don't think there was very much going on at all in that space. So I was curious to hear your perspective as someone who's been in the publicity game for such a long time. You know, what do you see are some of the big shifts that have occurred as it relates to publicity for authors? Well, you know, call me an eternal optimist, Robin, which I am. You know, here's what I see. What's an interesting change that most people aren't talking about that's very positive is the fact that every we'll call it, you know, print, TV, radio, traditional media has, of course, it now has their digital assets, right? So every time you're in their media, there are also tremendous opportunities for other possibilities. And that is amazing. So we're always grateful for that. Also, additionally, the social media message has to be very refined, and that's important. But, you know, I've always been a big one on your 
publicity message must be really clear, concise, precise, so that it can operate in multiple formats across digital platforms. And that includes, of course, all the social media outlets. So good news is if you get your message right and get it clear and focused, you can go across all platforms. But I do think you got to be ready for anything. The 140 character tweet, the longer magazine article, the seven to 10 minute radio interview, like I was interviewed last week on a major station in Columbus, you know, Fox News radio. And that was like 10 minutes long. But when I was on Fox News TV, when Prophet of Kindness came out, that was four minutes and 20 seconds on every single station. And I actually did eight of them in the first week the book was out. They were four minutes on an average, four minutes and 20 seconds. So that's why I think it's so important that people need to be ready for short and focused messaging. Yeah, that's a really important point because one of the things that I have seen authors have to overcome, right, is to be able to answer that question, what is your book about, in a way that doesn't become a 30-minute monologue. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what you've seen around that and how do you help authors get that dialed in? Oh, thank you, Robin. And yes, I agree with you. I know we've lamented about this before, meaning, you know, I love you authors, but here's the problem. The media doesn't want to know all about your book. They want to know your message. They want to know what's in your message that's in it for their readers, their viewers, their listeners. So one thing I love to tell speakers and authors, of which, you know, many are both, is that you have to be focused on the audience and not what your book is about. Okay, so I'll give you a great example with The Prophet of Kindness. So I'm really big, I call it create your ooh-ah factor. And one of the things we found, as much as I'd love to say we got on a tremendous amount of media, which is true for The Prophet of Kindness, the reality is it wasn't because Jill's got a new book out. No, it was because I hit the right message. And that right message was the divided states of America. And that's why we needed kindness. That got me on seven Fox TV news interviews literally in the first eight days. That's gotten me on over 80 podcasts and Inc. Magazine and Forbes Magazine and so on because we hit the right message. So it's never about the new book, okay? So hear this, my friends. You got to find the message under the message of your book. And what's in it that's going to give the audience, the listening audience, the media audience, think about them, the media audience, something valuable, a great gem. They're going to glean good stuff from you because, of course, you wrote a book to leave a lasting legacy. It's so important to write books. I'm so convinced of that. I'm so glad you know Robin to get it done, right? But here's the thing. I've been helping people in my virtual publicity courses. And one of the things with authors, I just also want to say, is start your publicity before you need it. So I want you all to think about planting a publicity garden. You're going to plant seeds so that they grow three, six, and nine months ahead, right? Three, six, and nine months ahead. So that means, you know, the reason books are successful in the media is because you started ahead of the game. So don't get so wrapped up in the writing of it that you forget about the promoting of it even before it's out, my friends. Yes, even before it's out. So important. And, you know, this brings up a question I'm really excited to ask you because this comes up with clients from time to time. It just came up recently. 
talk a little bit about, because I know one of the biggest fears that authors have is they don't want to share like their big splash thing too soon because then they're afraid someone else will jump on it or take that idea and run with it. Or, you know, somebody who's already maybe better known than they are. They don't want to necessarily, they're afraid to put those ideas out. And I'm not even going to tell you what my advice has been yet, because I want to hear your advice. I don't want to color anything, but I want to hear, like, what would you advise an author who has that concern? So here's the thing. Just straight, there's nothing that new under the sun. Now, your take on it, fantastic. Your spin on it, wonderful. But, you know, I don't buy into this don't spill your, I mean, maybe, okay, maybe don't spill your complete book title. But I think starting to talk about one of the things I have all my authors do in my virtual publicity courses and who I'm working with privately is I say to you, in my upcoming book about publicity, like you can just say it that way, in my upcoming book about fill in the blank, you don't have to say everything about it. You don't have to even say the title. But I want you to start referencing your book. I want you to get it in your bios. And frankly, I would like you to use the title, especially if you know it and are sure of it. I want you to say it everywhere. And I have to tell you, Robin, this is something my little antennas notice a lot about most authors is a lot of you will say in my book, but then you won't fill in the title. So (laughs) so here's the thing. Every time you mention your book, you're going to say in my book, The Prophet of Kindness, you can find, right? And in a typical media interview, let's say it's even five to seven minutes, I want you, okay, get ready to be shocked. I want you to repeat it at least three times. That's an average for how many times you should mention the name of your book, The Prophet of Kindness, in every interview you do. And in my book, Guerrilla Publicity, you will find more tips for how to create publicity, (laughs) right? I'm sharing this with you because I want you to really get this. And I see authors forget to do this lot. You say in my book, but I don't know what book. I have to laugh because I noticed when you were speaking about the Fox News interviews, how many times you use the title. And I can see how that's such an effective strategy because I will never forget the profit of kindness, right? Like the way that you not only use the title, but you make it relevant when you're using it, which I think is another important thing to take note of in terms of uh, how you say it, right? Yes. What would you say are some of the myths about publicity, specifically getting publicity for a book, that you would say are holding authors back? So a couple things. One is you think the media is about somebody else. Hey, my friends, the media is about you, right? Especially as an author, what's super great about this, and you know this because you've invested in doing a book, you're working with Robin, you're smart enough to be in this process. And what I love about that is the fact that this is now your lasting legacy and people need to know about the book, you, your message, right? And also finding ways that you can get in there, which leads me to another myth, which you think the media is about other people. The news is actually about you. You're the ones, your comments, you're the sources, you're the people the experts, the experts with books that the media loves to interview, that the media needs to interview. So I really want you to get it out there, keep it out there. Some of you think that maybe publicity is too hard. 
And I'm just going to tell you, because I wrote the book, Guerrilla Publicity, I'm really big on fast, easy ways to get your name out there without spending a fortune that are, you know, I'm big on systems, replicatable, systematic. And when you have systematic, replicatable publicity tactics, you can get it done ongoingly and consistently. And so that's a super thing, right? So do not get scared about publicity because it's going to sell your books. It's going to create that platform you want and desire. It's going to give you the influence that you're meant to have in order to touch more lives with the legacy that you're leaving in your book, that you can also speak it, be it, and do it in front of people, with people. And what I love is the multiplier factor, right? Because in being in one media, right, one podcast, which are fairly easy to get, one podcast, think of how many more people you've now multiplied to reach. That's amazing, right? With one article, I've seen people sell out their books on stock, for instance, right? In fact, Tuesdays with Maury, if you remember that beautiful book, he was on Oprah And do you know, they couldn't even get the darn book in bookstores because it sold out so fast. That was kind of like a new problem to have. That's a good problem. If we're going to have a problem, let's have that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a high level problem. That's the kind of problem that we'd all invite. And I'm curious about that because I know that in some cases, definitely publicity, you can tie it directly to book sales. But in other cases, it's not always such a clear straight line that maybe there's like a compounding effect, but it's not necessarily like people see you on Oprah and run out and get your book. Can you talk a little bit about the other ways that publicity benefits you and your book and your messaging? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would beg to argue that if your book's on Oprah, they'll be running out. To, to oh, get yeah, your book. I, meant, I know. <laughs> I, I'm acknowledging that, but I'm just saying like, first of all, that those days are a little bit behind us, although Oprah's book club will probably still do it for you. But I'm just thinking in terms of general publicity, like some of the other things we were talking about, like podcasts and articles and being interviewed. I know that awareness can also lead to book sales, but I'm just you know, wanting you to expand a little bit upon, because I, I think there's other benefits to the publicity as well. Yeah. So thank you, Robin. And I, I got that. I just wanted to really make that. Me. I am teasing <laughs> you because I, I want to make that point with your listeners that guess what? It all matters, my friends. Can I just tell you, I worked with Mark Victor Hansen. He flew me in to do some strategy with his book, The One Minute Millionaire, that he Mm -hmm. did with Robert Allen, right? And one of the things I want to share with you that Mark Victor Hansen told me about Chicken Soup for the Soul, you've heard of that, 85 million books sold. Well, here's what he told me. He goes, Jill, you know why you're in this room around this table today? Because when I wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, and we were just starting and nobody knew who we were or what that book was. He said, we did every little radio interview in every little city that you've never heard of. We woke up at four in the morning. We did small papers and big papers. We did everything. We just kept saying yes. He said, that is what drove our franchise, our 85 million book sales. He said, I know the power of publicity. So here's what I want to say. Yes, it's the cumulative effect. You know, sometimes you'll get a huge amount of book sales and you'll see a spike in your web stats like immediately. I've seen that a lot. It's a yes and. You'll see speaking engagement leads come from it. You'll see name recognition increase. 
you'll see trust in the marketplace, which you can't exactly measure. But let me tell you, if they've heard your name a number of times, believe me, your trust factor is going up. Legacy. You know, it's the opportunity to leave legacy for people to find quotes about you and places that you've been interviewed. The other day I got on a call with someone, a podcast, and I said, oh, I listened to your interview with, you know, a woman, Aldana. Now, I didn't even remember the interview with Aldana, you know, and somehow they found that on YouTube. How wonderful, because Aldana posted it, right? And so what I'm finding is people will find you in all kinds of ways and all kinds of places. Yeah, people go to my website, they'll see I spoke on stage with Tony Robbins, but then they'll see a Facebook interview I did live with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame saying, hey, give me three publicity strategies you love. You just never know where people are going to find you, how they're going to relate to you. But one thing I'll tell you for sure is that your name recognition, that credibility factor, that visibility factor, believe me, my friends, you could not buy it. Meaning, because it replicates and grows in value, it's a little bit, you know, the more you get, the more you get. And it's not always about the volume. You know, sometimes really one podcast, you'll be amazed. All of a sudden, a client will come through that or, you know, somebody will have heard you and said, I really want to talk to you about your services, you know, besides just the book. Like the book is, of course, a way that your revenues are going to increase. If I may, I'll just tell you in my virtual publicity course, I have this particular strategy about sending out an announcement. And not, that's not a press release, but an announcement, which you all can use as authors. You're going to send out an announcement that your book's coming out, right? And then that it's out. And then that it reached number one bestseller status, because I know that will happen for you, right? Okay, so guess what? In one of my announcements, one of the places I say is make sure to post it in your university alumni. And their magazine, great place that most people forget about. So I did that when Get Notice, Get Referrals came out. Next thing I know, I get a call from San Antonio, Texas, from a gentleman who says, Hey, Jill, I just saw you got a new book out. Congratulations. He said, I bought it. And I see that you do PR consulting, and I'd love to do that with you. Next thing I know, that was a $6,000 VIP day. Okay. Now, this guy bought a $21 book. Can you get this? And because of that, called me, hired me. That would not have happened if I didn't have publicity, which, by the way, didn't cost me anything because it was really a free listing in my alumni magazine. Look for the ways that you can announce your books in every association you're a member of, in your private Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, in all your social media. Put it in there. Get the buzz going. Even if it right now is announcing that the book is coming out. I don't care if it's a year from now. You don't need to tell them that. Just say, I'm the author of an upcoming book and then fill in the blank, right? (laughs) And that's a really good way to get it done. I just want to call out here because I think something that you're saying that's very important and relevant is that it's not just about getting the big Oprah booking, you know, or the big national interview on whatever, but there's a cumulative effect, like you said, that comes with consistency, right? That comes with a steady, consistent effort of putting yourself out there, putting the book out there, connecting your message to the market, connecting your message to the conversation in the news today, or whatever that might look like. I think that's a really valuable point that you bring up. I know that a lot of times back when Oprah was on every day, right? <laughs> 
I would ask people, you know, what would be a big win for you, you know, publicity win in, in terms of promoting your book? And of course, without fail, they would say getting on Oprah. So I started framing the question, besides getting on Oprah, what would be a big win? Um, <laughs> because it was so common. But I think that people can make that mistake of looking at just those big, bolder achievements when a lot of times, if you have enough grains of sand in that, you know, you can still fill up that jar. Yeah. And Robin, I, really, you guys all have to hear this like the third time. It's called Everything Matters, Everything Counts. Small, big, large announcements, mentions, one-liners. Keep the visibility building activities going. And really, that includes your local chamber of commerce, all your memberships. Like, really look to see where else can you be doing announcements? You know, where else can you get your word out about something? I always love something that I learned from one of my coaches. And that is, you know, for instance, I'm having a kindness summit, right? I want 100 people there. Well, let's see, I have to reach out to 10 people to do 10 things to get 100 people there. So break it down into small, measurable sets of activities that you can do daily. And, you know, if you want to do one hour of visibility building activities called publicity weekly, one hour a week, you must dedicate at least that to it. And I know you have it. I know you got that time. And you're going to have a lot of fun doing it because you get to be on podcasts like this. And it's really just a delightful experience to take all of your information and really expand it. Well, I'll tell you what, anyone who doesn't have an hour a week to devote to publicity probably didn't finish their book because <laughs> it definitely takes more than an hour a week to do that. So let's talk a little bit about, since we're talking about all these things a person can do, and I know you have this great publicity crash course that I'm going to have you tell people about next, but tell us a little bit about the difference between hiring a publicist and doing it yourself. Because I know you work in both ways with people. So what would you say are some of the key differences if somebody was thinking about going, which way they should go? Yeah, well, you know, here's the thing. I think it depends on what kind of money you have to invest, honestly. You know, so listen, I owned a PR agency for many years. That's how I started my career, besides in the music business. And we charged $5,000 a month. And that was 12 years ago. Okay. Now it's anywhere between just because of the market being what it is, I'd say $4,000 to $10,000 a month for anyone who's good at what they do to help you get placement. You know, that's a significant amount of cash and you got to be willing to invest that. So I just want to say that you can't just do it for a month. I mean, realistically, publicity, you've got to give four to six months to create that kind of instant focus. You know, I, I love these quotes from people about saying that it only takes 20 years to become an overnight success, right? Yes. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's yeah. true that it takes time to leverage. And so I just want you all to know that, right? Now, I wrote a book called Guerrilla Publicity. I'm big on do-it-yourself, get-it-done publicity tactics. And because I owned a PR agency, I don't anymore, but I did. And so now I actually found a way that I can get people getting their publicity done the right way, doing it in a systematic way, and getting real results. And that's been very successful. And I'm now able to reach people faster, quicker, and get them, frankly, empowered to even have like a virtual assistant get it done, all that kind of good stuff, right? 
I think at some points it may be good to hire someone. It means that it's still important. Let's just put it that way. It's still important to still do some of the things that I would recommend to you to do it yourself so that you fill in the gaps because, Robin, the problem people get into is when you hand it all over to a publicity agency and you say, get it done for me, please. And then, well, you hope and you pray. Well, ha ha ha. You know, with the profit of kindness, let me tell you, we've had a great deal of publicity success because I did a multi-pronged approach. I used my system. I did have two other people hired. I also had like interns and virtual assistants doing my own system. So we did a multi-pronged approach, which is why we got a lot of media. Go to profitofkindness.com and go check out some of the media we got and you'll see what happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I just share that with you because don't put all your eggs in one basket and hope and pray. I think you've got to be educated. I think you've got to do the right things in the right order. I think sometimes it works to hire it out. And there's lots of good people. Please feel free to reach out to me. I can make some recommendations. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, even what you're talking about, like even doing some of it yourself or, and I will say this from firsthand experience or buy guerrilla publicity and read it because I got the first edition and there's still stuff in there I can use. So (laughs) it really has great tips. But I think that if you are doing some of it on your own, you can also be a better client to that PR agency if you you do hire one and you can help them help you get better results. I think if you have some foundation of understanding what's happening and you're participating. I do absolutely agree. And I think, you know, messaging is key. And I think that'll be very important. It's also a key, just FYI, why I'm thinking about it is you notice I have all four books. Well, you don't notice because you're on audio. But let me just say, if you were on video, you would see all four of my books behind me on a lovely shelf I got from Amazon for 20 bucks, okay? So I want all of you to have a shelf that is high, that when people are seeing you in a Zoom room, in a meeting, in a media meeting, in a client meeting, They are going to see your books. And then I'm going to give you a cool guerrilla publicity tip right now. And that is, even if your book is not fully finished, I want you to take a cover. Even if you fake the cover for a minute, Robin, I hope this is okay with you. But even if you give a fake cover for a moment. As long as you don't have a traditional book deal, I will agree with this. (laughs) There there you go. Yes, yes. Do not piss off your publisher. Anyway, go on. Yes, yes. But even your publisher will give you a copy of that. Fine, yes. (laughs) That's right. They'll give you a mock-up. Robin will give you a mock-up, right? Use those mock-ups and put them and laminate them and put them so that people can see them. If you're watching right now during... COVID times, what's fascinating to me is I'm watching interviews on different networks. Whenever an author is on there, the best one I saw was a guy who had like probably 30 of his books all around him, like in a big square stack. And you could not miss that book. (laughs) But (laughs) you need multiple books. Be proud, be loud, knowing that you are in charge of promoting your book consistently, my friends. Be excited about it. Be grateful for it. Know that it's a great gift you're giving the world. Speaking of gifts, I believe you have a gift for our listeners. So let's take these last few minutes that we have here together today to let you share about it and where they can go get it. 
Absolutely. So I do a virtual publicity course full on. Let me just say that. And then I do a wonderful interactive live and free publicity masterclass. You can go to jilllublin.com slash publicity, register for that. And it would be my joy to help you on your publicity journey. So it's jilllublin.com slash publicity. Lots of L's in there. And I look forward to helping you on your publicity. Thank you so much, Jill. That's so generous. And we will also put the link on our podcast page so people can find the link there. And I just have to say, as somebody who's actually taken your publicity crash course, that you are absolutely brilliant. The tips in the course are brilliant. And anybody who gets the benefit of live interaction with you while they're learning this material, they will succeed beyond anything that anybody could do without your guidance. So I thank you so much for joining today for this interview. Oh, I thank you, Robin. And remember, my friends, that your message matters. That's putting the exclamation point on the sentence. So I will thank you there and we will say goodbye for now. Thank you again, Jill. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Author's Corner. You're one step closer to writing the world-changing book you've dreamed about for years. To access today's show notes and other helpful resources, simply visit our website at theauthorscorner.com. A positive review would be appreciated. Until next time.